and welcome to the Lovies Podcast. I'm your host, Emily. I'm your host, Dees, Allison. And we are here to talk about relationships. Even though we've, we've never been in one. Woo! Let's get into it. Hey. Hello. All right, we gotta bang this out because sushi is calling my name. <laughs> sushi is calling our name. Sushi, well, sake well, bomb, we, we gotta go. <laughs> running like it's so long on these episodes anyway i'm sure we'll run past time it's fine yeah but this can, is our job <laughs> but can i just say can before we get again? Can, can i talk about shit again please uh-huh. i am having a hot girl summer like a clinically prescribed hot girl summer yeah me mm-hmm. this one right here i know I'm going on those Even trips. for my standards, I'm having a hot girl summer. Yeah, for, I mean, we're just blowing it I mean, out of the park. Old men buying drinks. I like, if I was a person that, like, looked fondly back on my summers, I could say <laughs> the summer of 2021, a lot happened. <laughs> <laughs> to say the least. Like, I am, I've been on two trips, girls trips. I... Like, I mean, emotions run, boys, boys, boys. Boys, boys, like, boys, 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 we like boys in cars. Yeah. Boys, like, drinks in bars. Yeah, like, Lady boys, Gaga. Yeah, like, <laughs> like boys. Like, also the other one by that girl was like, I've been busy thinking about, about boys. Boys. <laughs> boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like been, and you know what's amazing? It's been hot girl summer because we're getting boys. <laughs> boys. Get the boys, boys. up in here. <laughs> <laughs> but it's amazing. No contenders for a relationship. <laughs> and yet they never call back <laughs> i have one well i di- i didn't call back on i have one. one his name's cuba format he- rip <laughs> <laughs> been one cuba we met in a place up north and he was great but he's up north or south he's down south that's where he is <laughs> We don't understand geography. We never pass that class. Either way, it doesn't matter. Because Cuba met him. We don't live near each other. And he's been like, we should meet up. And I'm like, when are you going to let it go? Because you're <laughs> so far away from you're each so other. so far. <laughs> like, I know sense. you don't want to pay gas. I know. It's manual. So I it's think today is the day because he finally did not respond. Oh, really? Yeah. So, I get it. Hey! I know. We're on our I, way. I don't know what he was thinking, but <laughs> now he's thinking and he, it's not happening. It's not as good as he thought it was. I mean, it's a lot of effort for not much. Yeah. And then it's like, but his response is, well, you can just come and see me. Why? Why stranger would I man? ever do that? Emily You're barely a stranger man. Yeah. Why, would I, why would I do that? Yeah. So anyways, it's fine. I had another standing invitation to go to Scottsdale. <laughs> Scottsdale, man. When was the last one? Well, Cuba lives down south, so he's going to want to fly me out south and then Scottsdale wants to fly me to Scottsdale but I can't do Scottsdale south, southeast southeast because I can't do Scottsdale because he's too narrow-minded because he calls he's- everyone who wears a MAGA hat a racist and I'm sorry but if that's the literal vision that you see of America or people you have the problem you are the one with the with the like problem. I don't agree with people who like Biden but I I don't but I refuse them. to call any of them like racist. I know and sometimes I agree with AOC only on, on big Amazon. tech I'm just saying I've seen her go after big <laughs> tech and I I do like yeah, what she says. But if she, woman scorns me, scorched earth, it's worth politics. her entire term now. Yeah. No. One topic shouldn't be worth a whole term. Yeah. There's millions but of dollars. I don't call her 
whatever names. Let's, oh. like, if your argument is only calling someone a name and, like, compartmentalizing them into your stereotype, I'm sorry, but you are the biggest. Congratulations. Actually. You learned how to repeat things. I know. So, it's <laughs> um, never going to work out with Scottsdale. Okay, college guy. He's a Democrat. He never looked at people who wear MAGA hats and said, you're all racist. Maybe he thinks that, but he wouldn't say it. He, yeah, Think no. whatever you, you want. Know what? That's so funny, because <laughs> me and our I mean, but no, it is a free country. He is allowed to say it. Let's be clear. Well, he, he is allowed to because say Because what do we hear? We heard that from somebody in church. It's like, this is yes. a free country. You're allowed to be wrong. You're allowed to be wrong. And like, I'm not going to stop you from saying things. I'm not going to stop him from but saying But what it. you say shouldn't stop other people from saying things. And it's like, you know, like you're allowed to be wrong. It's exactly. like, it's like you calling somebody racist, that doesn't make it true. Exactly. Words are not always true. Yeah. But um, yeah, we were at the grocery store and we saw a guy wearing a MAGA hat. It was like this older man. Aww. And it was funny because I saw it like just like barely as he turned. I was like, oh, like he's wearing one of those hats. And then the guy behind us in line like leaned over and went, hey man, like that hat. Oh, <laughs> so cute. So cute. Also, I was in the grocery store today um, because father wasn't feeling so good, so I went in alone. Mm. And um, and, and I called him because Rockstar was on sale for a dollar. And I was like, whoa, Popo, it's a dollar. So what was your grocery and cart? I, my grocery cart, 30 cans. And, like, I couldn't even get them packaged in a pallet or in the box, mind you. Like, individual cans of Rockstar, 30 Three boxes of four Red Bull per box of big cans, because I was cheapest. A gallon of orange juice. <laughs> and an 18-pack of eggs. <laughs> like, frat house. Frat I'm, house bodybuilder I'm, like, I'm shopping for a frat house. And I had two people come up to me and be like, are those energy drinks? <laughs> I was like, yeah, my father gets tired. We're this car. And they're adult. I left three on the shelves. Yeah, no, it's serious. Out it's there. real. No low contende. No low contende. <laughs> when those stars hit that one dollar, oh, oh. I was, I or was 10 for 10, oh, which is also a dollar. Oh, oh. 10 for 10. I was floored. It was <laughs> yeah. like five for five dollars, buy five or more. I was like, oh, buy five or more. And I'm calling him. <laughs> I'm not even counting. I'm just putting them in the cart. I was like, I'm going to be one. <laughs> no, you basically buy all of them. And then you never buy them until that happens again. Because yeah. it happens about twice a year. <laughs> Sometimes only once a year. I know. It's like, <laughs> because So then you have to stock up during that time. People are stupid. <laughs> People are so they stupid. don't realize the deal and that I told, is. <laughs> so Ralph's man himself, he was like, well, it's like a lot of rock stars. Like, my dad gets hurt. I was like, you used to have them. I was like, this is good because he works. I'll get to how he laughed at my joke in a second. <laughs> like, I was like, you used to have these, like, you used to have them and, like, the boxes like the way they were shipped and we would just take the boxes it was no problem <laughs> it's like but now i gotta get them individually he's like oh whatever and then he's like oh this is your total and like literally when i say that ralph's car delivered us like it delivered no us. it does and so um five it five. was it was insane and then i had two coupons and i was like oh wait got my two coupons i was like extreme couponing <laughs> <laughs> and he went ha ah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's actually, the joke you he shared. laughed like i was like uh-huh <laughs> I was like, can't believe he like, did that. Person. So he didn't think it was funny. No, he, he's like, uh huh. Those Ralphs, he said. Yeah, they're cute, but but not smart. And they're dumb. <laughs> they're and he wasn't wearing a mask when he's vaccinated, so I don't know. Oh my gosh! Well, he I was wearing one because they're part of the watch rebellion. out. <laughs> watch out. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> um, don't come for me, sheriff. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyways, well, so, seven minutes in. Let's get into I it. I know. Enough of our talking. So, anyways, Hot Girl Summer, Las Vegas. We went to San Diego. That was great. We met a lot of guys. Really interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. A thing I'm doing now is getting like 
the guys that talk to me what their favorite song is. I'm like compiling. Wow, aren't them. you just the artsy girl? Aren't you just the You're taking girl. that from a TikTok. Yeah, I am, but I'm curious. Stupid. Stupid. Anyways, okay. well, it's interesting. So, anyways, Allison, your Bojack is showing. <laughs> What's a Bojack? I hate this. <laughs> it's the show. Bojack yeah, Horseman. it's the show. Bojack. We Horseman. just made it cool. You're welcome. Oh wow! Did uh, we? <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching that show. Let it's- me tell you. It got me a conversation in Best in uh, Barnes and Noble. In a Barnes and Noble, it did. Yes, it absolutely. did. So this show has something about it, and I'm gonna let's just I'm gonna frame it really quick. So you are gonna frame it. You haven't no, even watched it. No, you're it. gonna frame the question, but I'm gonna frame the uh, the ether part because this show has been floating around us for a while. Well, actually, now. since like 2015. Well, you, yeah, probably you, not me. What? Bojack Horseman. No, no, like it came out in like 20. Oh yeah, but no, I'm just saying like recent. In this time right now, as in like... In the last year for me. In the last year for you. And then you've been bringing it up in like the last few months or whatever. Like things about it. Like it's been around. It's been like floating around. And then I went to Best Buy and I bought this book. I mean Barnes & Noble. Barnes Barnes & Noble. (laughs) I feel like I said Best Buy earlier. I don't know about that. (laughs) Anyways, someone... This book is called Someone Who Will Love You in All Your Damaged Glory. Written by Raphael Bob Waxberg, Whataburger, <laughs> and he is the creator of Bojack Which Horseman. I didn't even notice about the book at all. I didn't know. I have had this book on my list for years. Like, four years. Like, four, like, four since till, like, I got out and of And it's college. even underlined. Yeah, I you know. never noticed. I've had this, and I knew, I saw that when I added it on my Goodreads. I'd never seen it in person. I just liked it because of the, like, the cover, which this has an egg on it, but the other one has George Washington, and I liked that, and I was like, oh, I wonder what this that's about. But, anyways, so it says Bojack Horseman in, like, the tiniest little font, but it is underlined. And so we'd go to check out, and the guy, he tries to, I, I know I said this in another episode, because it's floating around in our life. It's weird. Yeah, it's but weird. But he commented, he's like, oh, he's like, this is written by the Bojack Horseman guy. He's like, do you like Bojack Horseman? And I'm like, I literally I didn't know. notice. I didn't even notice. And I said, well, Allison's been watching it. And so here we are to our So I've been prompt. watching it, and it's like an adult cartoon, but it's not so funny as it is like tries to tackle like mental illness topics mostly and like stuff like that like in the show like like it's does it, is like, it like poetic or is like it broken it, uh, it's is broken it... it's mostly broken for sure like this photo of a cracked egg with tape on it that says stories yeah like that's very like the vibe I feel like a lot of people die in that show and it's like gripping with death like somebody gets like it's, like, flashback on, like, Bojack's mother's childhood and, like, like his grandma gets, like, a lobotomy because, like, her son dies in the war and she can't grip with that and, like, it's, like, a whole thing. So, it's, like, it's like it, like, deals with, like, kind of, like, intense things, you know what like I mean? Like, it's not things. pretty lighthearted. Yeah. Like, it's really big and, like, mm. like, in the TikTok community because I'm on the gay side of TikTok, which is gay funnier talk. than the straight... Straight I'm talk. on straight talk. It's boring. It's just a lot of people dancing, and it's boring, and it doesn't add any I value. I don't try to curate my Yeah, girls. but I curate <laughs> my stuff, which puts me on gay TikTok. You've been on Witch Talk. I don't like being on Witch Talk. I know, but you have been on I Witch t- Talk. I know, I get tarot You've card dabbled readings. in Book Talk. I still dabble in Book Talk. 
But um, but gay talk is where you mostly stay. That's where I mostly reside because it's like humorous. Well, it is funny. But it's funny. It's good stuff. <laughs> and so, but they're really big on like BoJack Horseman, which is why I started watching it because that was like a very recurring thing on my TikTok. And it was funny enough for you to watch the It show? wasn't funny, but it's like interesting what they say about it and like how they like would analyze it. And like, it's just like a lot of people like cosplayers. <laughs> like people dressing up like the characters and like reciting monologues from the show. And I'm like, oh, like, like kind of. You know what? This is fascinating that that would draw you in because you're a person that's not drawn. Well, in it's a lot so of repetition. Bad. Like I would say, uh, I saw it for like two months, and I was like, "Wow, it's like they're really pushing this thing." I was like, "Maybe," because I kind of debated it every now and then. Yeah. So I started watching it. And it's like slow to the come up or whatever, but it's interesting, like where it goes with the seasons. But it's like definitely very like Democrat. But like some of the things they say, I'm like, oh, like very interesting. Like, the way they say things, like, I know I said it in, like, an episode a while ago, where it's like, oh, like, is women regaining their sexuality just us more easily catering to the male gaze? And I'm like, that's so... That's said in BoJack? Yeah, that was said in Whoa. BoJack. And I was like, that's very interesting. Like, I've never thought about you know, that before. sometimes I feel like these shows, they lean so Democrat. Cause, they like, go, that's, they almost that's circle what, back. And it's not even because the demographic likes it, it's because the network wants them to be that. But then, because they know the demographic isn't eating all this bullshit that they're trying yeah, to feed the, them, the, then they put those things that make you think. Like, little things that, yeah. yeah. And so I'm like, oh, this is so interesting, because it's like, some of them, like, some of the things they say, I'm like, oh, like, that's, like, I would have never thought about that. Like, yeah. that's such an interesting way to look at things, you know what I mean? It's so fascinating. And so I'm like, it's weird that's like, because it's like, that's such like a conservative thing, I think. Because it's it like, is. oh, modest is hottest. And yeah. it's like, is that not like feeding into the same thing, just in like different verbs? It's because it doesn't work, this whole promiscuity thing. Yeah, it doesn't work. Working. So it's an interesting show. It's like really sad. It's definitely like a downer <laughs> at times. It's definitely more of like a downer. Mm. Like people who like say they have mental illness, like. But is it a downer in a way that's like breathtaking and beautiful, no. or like downer and like a oh, like that is dark? Yeah, like sad. I, I would say more dark and like sad. Like I wouldn't say it's like a that is way. fascinating. I think they try to do it like a, a very realistic cartoon. Way. Yeah, I know, but they try to talk like it's like. And he's a horse mm-hmm. with people. Yeah. It's oh. horse and like people and like other animal people. So like there's a cat lady. So is this supposed to be a social commentary on being like the odd one out? No. Okay. It's not. I think that's just how they make it like corgi. Mm. Oh, you know, like, like adult cartoon. <laughs> there's animal people. His name is Bojack. Yeah, Bojack Horseman is his legal name. Horseman is his last name. Yeah. B H. Wow. Okay. Okay. And so, do you want me to read this? Is yes. this what we're talking about today? Yes. So, I was watching one of the episodes, and there's this couple, and they're getting married, and then he gives a speech, and it makes the bride, like, like be like, do, do I want to get married? Is this really it for me? And he's talking to her in the bathroom and whatever, and he says, I wrote it down because I thought it was so interesting, because she's like, oh, like, is this it for me? Like, is this my forever? Like, do they complete me? And he was like, nobody really completes you. Finding your other half is a lie, like, told to us by society or whatever. Yeah. But I was like, that is very interesting. Have you ever heard that before? No, I Have I you ever haven't. heard the saying where it's like, you're not half of a person, you're a whole person, so don't go looking for your other half? Mm, no. Have you heard that? No. Like, I feel like it's obviously, like, an idea that's been kicking <laughs> around for a long time. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I've never really, like, given it thought. Like, like being like you never truly find your other half. I know. And I think, and it makes me think because we watched that like com- quote unquote comedy special from Daniel Sloss, the Jigsaw yes. one. Yes. And he's like, you're just two people building a puzzle together. Yeah. But then you you realize you're working on your own puzzle and you're actually not building anything together at all. Yeah. And I'm like, 
so I like that he said, like, you're never going to find your other half because I think that is a healthy way to go into things. Because why do a lot of divorces happen? What do they say? It's like we started wanting different things and we just weren't working towards things together. It's like, yeah. well, if you realize you're never really working together and it's a conscious choice yes. to build a future, mm-hmm. like you're going to have a stronger marriage than those who are like, I needed you and yes. you weren't there. I agree. I know. Well, I think that there's two ways that this can go. I think there's like the good way and then the negative way that they take it because so, and we just heard this too. We took, we took this class at church and they were talking about what's natural in nature and what makes us as people unnatural. And it's like the laws and the Bible and these morals that we hold to be true. Because in nature, monogamy is not natural. Like, look at, yeah. like, like, like it, baby it's very birds. rare. They're, no, it doesn't happen well, at penguins. all. Penguins. No, but it doesn't really happen. Like, it's for a season, but for humans, it's for their life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, your kids mean something to you for your life. Like, you can birth your child, and even if they never talk to you, you will always have that sadness as a parent. Yeah. Or maybe that loss as a child. Like, whatever. Like, those things, like, really they affect you more because we have a soul and a spirit. Whereas animals, I don't know about their souls, but they kind of just like, or their spirit, I don't know, whatever. But the point is they do things in an animalistic way, but we're a little bit more evolved than them, but still we're all kind of animals in a way. And it's like, it's natural for animals to murder, to steal, like the fox in the hen house. Like they'll murder a bunch of hens. You know what I'm saying? But because we have the constraints that make us wiser, we're able to discern and be like, no. And, like, we have morals. So, we like, we can't act that way. But, like, I think it's too prompt. I don't think anybody would be so smart to say that if they're in a relationship. Because that would be a great argument for polyamory. And be like, see, it's yeah. not natural for us to be in a monogamous relationship. You don't see it happen in the animal kingdom with any other species besides humans. And why are humans different? But no one's that smart because they know it's a lie. Because we as people need community and we need to build something together. Yeah. But something that's been revealed to me more than ever, like up until this point, is how how difficult relationships are because everybody, like it sounds so elementary, but really like seeing it in practice, it's so true because that's just how it's going to be. Like even if you find the most perfect person and you guys just get along so well, at the end of the day, you're both very imperfect people and you're just trying to build an imperfect life together. And it's like, that's not said to like comfort anybody or to make it be like, oh, well, it's okay. It's going to be hard. It's just like, it's a really like it's a, it's a hard reality. reality and it's a shocking reality yeah because it's because like, it's like at no point you, is yeah. it easy yeah like at no point because even say it's easy with the person well their mother could hate you your no it's true them. and then it's like how many people in relationships sit there and they're like it would have been so easy if i went with that person or i did that thing it's like it's yeah. never easy it's never like easy. because it's the old saying it's like it wouldn't be an old saying if it didn't rain true for all those years like the grass is always greener on the other side yeah it's like oh it's like cliche but it's true it's like it's not cliche it's so common but humans refuse to believe such common truths that we have to keep saying it's because they want to reinvent the wheel and take power yeah and it's like no like it's hard with anybody yeah grass back to love is a choice it wraps back to love as a choice. Exactly. But I do find it, like, fascinating that people, they use that argument then. It's like, well, I'm, 
I need to be a whole person. Like it's not two halves making a whole. It's one whole coming together with another whole. And then like, see, we can't do this monotonous thing. And then it's not natural in nature and like all this stuff. And then they're just broken, sad people. Because what are they really looking for when somebody says that? When somebody says what you just said, what did you say? Say it again. The prompt. Yeah, say the prompt again. As said on BoJack Horseman. I said on BoJack Horseman. Um, surprised you didn't have it queued up i didn't have it queued because i you know how i you know how yeah nobody really completes you finding your other half is a lie why is that because you're looking for god Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry. Well, I'm not no, sorry. No, not sorry. I'm not no. sorry. If we learn anything today, no emotional words. No emotional words. <laughs> we speak with authority. We speak with authority. No weak words. No. no weak words. But it's God because what is everybody looking for? Unconditional love. They're looking for unconditional and love perfection. or that thing that completes them. And why do we turn to love for that thing that completes us? We don't turn to movies. We don't turn to books. We don't turn to like anything else. You don't even turn to sex. You turn to love. Why? Because it's the only thing that transcended the Garden of Eden. That means it's from heaven and from God. Like God allowed us the ability to love one another. And that's the reason why we aren't like those animals. Because we have love for one another and we can intimate that to each other. And we can express that and show that in all these multitudes of ways. So then when you go out and you're like, I'm a half person looking for my other half. Like you are, but you're made whole in Jesus. But people refuse to be made whole. So then yeah. you have this stupid show that's talking like, oh, like that is so profound. I never thought about that. Like, oh, people are looking. Yeah, of course they're looking to be made whole. Of course. Because they're not going to the source of what can make them whole. And then they can just cut out all this noise. Yeah. And it's just, it's like fascinating to me. Because he also wrote this book, Someone Who Will Love You in All Your Damaged Glory. And isn't that just a cry out for the love of God? It is. Like, but, but, that, but it is. It totally yes. is. And, like, even the whole show is. Like, the whole show is. It's just is. constant unsatisfaction in man yeah. because man always fails. But, like, I love this because in college I was very poetic and artsy. And I, like, really dived into my emotions and feelings. And I'm a person that has the ability to love and, like, love a lot. And I don't have... A lot of, I mean, everyone has standards and everything, and that's good to not lose sight of. But, like, I come from a place of, I think, a lot of understanding when it comes to people and their situations. And I have always loved the one that is more, like, broken or damaged or wayward or whatever. And it's, like, it is at my like at my detriment that I like love these people or hang out with these people and whatever so when you see something like this someone who will love you in all your damaged glory like I don't know what people think about when they see that but immediately what I think about is I think about all of those guys that I loved before like all of those people that I put my neck out for that I like loved so profoundly and deeply and like I'd stay up with them late at night and just like talk to them and like of course they'd all leave because they're on this huge journey you know what I'm saying but it's like it's just so fascinating that that we do that to each other and we do that to ourselves and it's like I was able to do that because I have God's love so I love sharing that with people and I think that's how I share it but it's like it's hard because it's like how is he sharing it like how are these people really finding each other and how are they really caring for one another because it sounds like a bunch of empty relationships yeah too you know and like they have it's basically a book full of short stories and there's this really cute one 
And I think it's like, it's kind of, I think it's beautiful to love people yeah. that are damaged and broken. And like, so you're not always going to have relationships that are good. And this kind of wraps back to the whole like two imperfect people trying to make a perfect life together. Yeah. And I think that's what's important to not lose sight of because it's like Daniel Sloss. He's like, well, we're just working on our own puzzles. Yeah. And it's like, well, that's not any, like if you're going to go into a relationship being selfish and being like that goop article where it's like, well, you can be married, but it makes sense that you want time alone still. Yeah. then you're not really ready for a relationship period yeah you know what i'm saying and i it's like should everyone be super emotional wearing their heart on their sleeve i don't know it's probably also not super healthy but i think that there's so much more to be gained out of life by like truly loving each other instead of just surface level loving one another you know yeah okay so there's this short story it's called the serial monogamous guide to important new york city landmarks and I'm just going to read the last portion of it. And every single little short story in this book, though, it took my breath away. Yeah. Like, they're just so beautifully worded. And it's like, I think I'm so poetic and, like, deep and, like, whatever when I, like, talk about, like, my great loves or, like. But it's like, I don't really know if I sound that way. But yeah. I love people who can actually sound that way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, in Astoria, Queens, which is in New York. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Queens. We all know where that is. In Astoria, Queens, sits a small studio apartment in which Carlos, love of your life for the moment, puts together his applications for grad school. During slow days at work or long rides on the end, you'll catch yourself daydreaming about Carlos getting accepted somewhere and you following him far, far away. You imagine spending the rest of your life with this man as you've imagined with all of them, not because you think you'll necessarily, but just because you can't help but wonder. You imagine the kids you'll have, the family vacations and, and anniversary dinners, the way you'll help each other with the dishes, the way you'll interrupt and editorialize each other's stories and jokes the way you'll promise to never go to bed angry even if that means as it often will staying up all night arguing but mostly you imagine living somewhere else miles and miles from this cramped and crowded once thriving capital of the 20th century you could live in austin you think or minneapolis you hear seattle is gorgeous and you've never even been one morning over breakfast and tea in the weekend seattle times in your spacious new downtown loft or whatever kind of apartment people get in Seattle. Carlos will smile at you, and you'll smile at him, and he'll scratch the back of his head in that shaggy Carlos way of his, and he'll say, hey, why don't we plan a trip to New York sometime? We can see a Broadway show, catch up with old friends. Carlos will clear the two cereal bowls, part of the brand new set you brought when you moved here, and on the way to the sink, he'll kiss you gently on the forehead, the very forehead that's been so gently kissed by so many men, a marker amid thousands in a graveyard of kisses. And you'll smile at this man and wonder if he too, like all those who came before him, will someday be a bittersweet memory, <clears throat> will someday be felled by the same foolish blunder of knowing you a little too well, and yet also somehow not enough. What do you say? You want to go back to New York, see the sights? No, you'll say. There are too many ghosts there. Mm. That's so beautiful. That's so beautiful. I know, because the the title is The Serial Monogamous Guide to Important New York City Landmarks. And mm. it's like, if you know... If you know, being in a city and falling in love and all this stuff, because the story takes you through, like, different parts of, like, New York, like, how you can't, like, you can't pass that block on this day during this time, because that's where you guys always went during that time, and maybe he still goes there, so you can't go there, and then it's, like, all this stuff, so the story ends with her being in Seattle, it's, like, there are too many ghosts there, and it's, like, isn't it just so beautiful how we can love each other so much? 
and be haunted by that love. Yeah. You know, and then it's like in a graveyard of kisses, you know? Yeah. And it's just like, and it's also like from knowing too much about you. Yeah. But again, not and knowing not enough. Not knowing enough. Yeah. Isn't that so fascinating? Because we are like half people and we are whole people, but we're never going to fully know one another. Yeah. And I think that romanticizing that is making us fall short of actually having good relationships yeah. and also diminishes the love that we could get from God, yeah. which I think is the moral of the story. Yeah, I think so too. Because I think once you have God, then you don't need, like, if like of course, like, having those broken hearts, they suck whether you have God or not, but it's like you know at the end of the day that God does have something for you. Yeah, like, he always and provides. he's preparing your heart and, like, he protected you in that because it could have gone so much worse, yeah. you know? And I'm also a person that overthinks a lot, so that's my own downfall but knowing that and working on it and praying about it helps me from you know getting in something that really really is bad for me or like duping myself into something that like really could hurt me in a different way than just emotionally yeah and I think it's just like it's so beautiful to honor the loves that we have and also honoring the fact that we're just not going to fully know somebody. Because I think that's another thing, too. Especially yeah. in today's day and age, people are so obsessed with, like, worshipping each other almost when they get in a relationship. It, it's true. People are obsessed with, like, the knowledge and power these days. Yeah. And it's, like, even people, like, like even people we know in the church, like, think mm-hmm. they may know everything. But it's, like, the really good people that you will meet understand that they will always know not like never enough exactly and it's like you will die knowing not enough exactly. and it's like but you like know that you tried your hardest and you don't like kill yourself over the fact that you don't know enough or that you know too much because it's like the burden of knowledge can be so much at times yes and it's like it's like in um the hiding place how the dad said to Corey, mm-hmm. where it's like oh the lord gives you what you need to carry right when you need to like carry it like yes. he will never give to you too soon or too late mm-hmm. like, yes exactly i know and i know. think that's so beautiful because it's so true and when you rest in that knowledge then nothing is that scary like, yeah but, but it's like the scary. world is so because it's like like it's interesting because I do like this show and like kind of the way they talk about certain topics because it's like it is the deep innate human curiosity to be like well what is this really about mm. and like I feel like like reading that it's not in like a weird pious like I'm so artistic I'm better than everybody else way like it's yeah. in like a pure genuine like wow yeah like this is what I'm faced with at the end of the day when I close my eyes I know and it's like oh like thank god we don't have to do that I because <laughs> we have god I to, but yeah. they don't have god and so it's like them genuinely trying to figure it out it's like you will never find the answer out there Mm-mm. like that no. is why in your 30s or 40s or 50s you're still going to struggle with depression and anxiety and fear and all that stuff but it's like you don't have to but because you're choosing to find the answer from man or from a like god knows what anything but god yeah it's always going to be unsatisfying exactly because it's like is that really it and, and then it's we like, play no. pretend we play pretend we move in with people we're not married to we have sex when we're not even living with them or in relationships with them yeah. like we're robbing ourselves of even being being okay being a half person or a whole person or whatever you want. I think yeah. the argument for the whole person is like, yeah, I agree. Like, figure your shit out before you bring someone in because the minute you bring someone in, all your shit's going to need to be refigured out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, oh, be okay with being alone. Be okay with being independent. I think everybody should walk into a relationship understanding basic things like how money works. How, like, do you have a job? Do you have a backup plan? Yeah. You never know what's going to happen in life. The person you marry who could be so great, I don't know, he could go hit his head and be bipolar for the rest of his life. Yeah, and then leave you and like you just you have no idea and it's like 
you have to prepare and take care of yourself and also the same person too. So it's like, obviously that's important, but it's like, it's this obsession with either being fully removed from people or fully invested in people. And the reason why that is, is because they're looking for God. Yeah. And if they're not going to have God, then it's going to be you that you're going to be their God or <laughs> and they you're going to be, or they're going to be their own God. Yeah. And that we all know how that goes. Exactly. Leaves you scared of monuments in New York. And I know that. All right, well, okay. great episode. That was, so that was really good. good. That was like boom, 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 boom. I know. And we are on But yes, topic. Allison will put it in the bio. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'll link the book in the description because it's a good book. It's a good book. Bojack Horseman, you know. You know how it is. Bo show. All right. All right, okay. lovey-doveys. Talk to you next week. Yeah, so we'll talk to you later. Have fun. See you later, babes. Talk to you next week. Yes. Bye. Bye.